0: Welcome back to Loading the Dream. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. Today, I want to dive into the first topic on Loading the Dream, motherhood. I know that motherhood isn't exactly a topic that everyone can relate to, but please stick with me. I think I have a perspective that you might enjoy hearing. Whether you're a mother or a father, child-free by choice or by circumstances beyond your control, I promise you'll end this episode with an important takeaway. Motherhood comes in a lot of shapes, sizes, and styles, but before we get into it, I need to vocalize a trigger warning. I will be discussing my miscarriages, successful pregnancies, pregnancy and birth traumas, and postpartum depression. So please don't hesitate pausing or skipping this episode until you're ready and able to have a listen. My path to motherhood wasn't necessarily easy, but it also wasn't too tumultuous. My husband and I got married when he was 19 and I was 18. I had an unplanned pregnancy about 10 months after our wedding due to failed birth control, which quickly ended in miscarriage. We weren't ready for kids then, so it was a bit of a bittersweet experience. Fear and panic in one moment, acceptance and joy the next, and then it all comes crashing down. And that was really tough for me. I always wanted to be a mom, just not then. We went through him deploying shortly after that, and between workups and the full deployment and two extensions, it had us apart for about 11 months of the first two years of our marriage. What a whirlwind. That experience led us to try for our first baby. My husband came home, and by some miracle, we got pregnant the first month. We had told our closest family, but heartbreakingly, I miscarried just a few days later. This absolutely devastated me. I swore that it meant I wasn't able to carry a successful pregnancy, but cautiously we decided to keep trying. After all, we were 21 and in generally good health. The very next cycle, I was pregnant again. This time, I celebrated every moment. I took a test before I even missed my period, and it was one of the scariest first few weeks. I was just waiting to find out that I had lost another pregnancy, but I didn't. I won't go into too much detail on my pregnancy or birth for this episode, but just know that it was pretty traumatic, and at that point we were, quote, one and done. No more of that. No more babies for me. Life went on, my husband left the military, we moved back to our hometown, and our marriage got rocky for about a year. It did slowly improve. Then when our son was about one and a half A switch flipped in me. I needed another baby. My body was feeling strong and I was mentally prepared for the trials of getting pregnant again and being pregnant and birth. No joke. Three weeks later, I had a positive test and that pregnancy was smooth. I changed my model of prenatal care. I had such a healing pregnancy and birth compared to the previous trauma with my first. I could talk for days, literally days. I knew then that I was destined for something more, birthy. And I'll be damned if motherhood didn't knock me right on my ass when my daughter was about five months old. I felt like I was watching a simulation of my life. I was feeling so wrong for my kids. I woke up every day so sad that I didn't love being a mom anymore. I knew what it was, though. Postpartum depression had me drowning that is a whole episode on its own. (laughs) Once I was doing better and off of medication for the postpartum depression, I knew that I was being called to something related to birth. I had spent years at this point in the hashtag TTC community, aka trying to conceive on Instagram, and infertility was weighing heavily on my heart. Sometimes with infertility, I would see posts about surrogacy or intended mothers and fathers. I watched many of my virtual friends struggle with infertility or, in the opposite, choose to be gestational surrogates for those who needed the help of artificial reproductive technology. So once my daughter was weaned at 16 months, I went for my surrogacy journey. And in April of 2022, I gave birth to a beautiful baby boy for two intended fathers in Europe who are absolutely amazing dads. This episode isn't about surrogacy, but I promise I plan to have a miniseries dedicated to the ins and outs of surrogacy in the future. As for my own motherhood, it is challenging and rewarding all in the same breath. I'm constantly thinking about how my actions influence our kids, enriching their lives, feeding them moderately healthily, spending quality time with them, and teaching them how to be kind and good humans. Now that our kids are five and three, motherhood looks different for me. And I'm sure that in two more years, motherhood will look even more different. Just know that I can sympathize with your struggles and your biggest moments of joy as a mother. For those of you who want to be mothers and it feels like it is so far away, I'm sending you all of the love and support in your path to becoming a mom. You are so worthy, and I am so sorry about what you're going through. For those out there who are child-free by choice, I absolutely support you. Making that decision for yourself is so empowering, and I hope that no one ever pushes you or pressures you because of your choice. And lastly, all of you men out here listening, whether you're a father or someday aspire to be a father, Remember one thing. Motherhood is hard, and women all around you are doing the best that they can. If you see them needing help, don't wait until they ask. Be protective, proactive, and kind. Above all else, love the mother of your children, whether you're with her or you're without her because she has brought you one of the most amazing things in your life. You absolutely never know what the people in your life or the strangers on the street are going through. Don't ask people why they have X number of kids. Don't ask when they're having them, why it's taking so long. Hell, if they don't touch the topic themselves, don't ask people if they're going to even want to have kids. The child-free-by-choice people will want to stick a fork in your eye just as much as the infertility community will. We can all be good people. Motherhood is raw. It is hard. But it can be one of the most incredible, grounding things that can ever happen to someone. However, the most important thing to remember is that infertility can happen to absolutely anyone. And a lot of this stems from You know, medical issues. It can be something like diminished ovarian reserve. It can be MRKH. It could be male factor infertility. There are hundreds of things that could cause an issue. And the best thing that we can do to support others is to take a moment, step back from everything that happens in your life, or who you are, or what you desire, or where you want to be, or where you have been and remember that the person standing in front of you may want everything that you have. I also think it's important for me to mention that motherhood looks different for pretty much everybody. On one hand, you could be an excellent mother to 14 children, and I give you all the props because I have two, and it is hard, and I don't know how you do it. I've got friends with six kids and i swear they make it look so easy like they are just walking on air but i know that maybe that's who they are as a person maybe they're really good at it or maybe they're not telling everyone you know all of this the struggles because they feel guilty for expressing frustration or maybe there's fear for criticism because If there is one thing I've noticed, everyone has an opinion about how many kids you have, which is absurd because if I choose to have 12 kids, you should really mind your own business. And if I choose to have one kid or no kids even, it's absurd to think that we should care what each other thinks about how many kids we have, the way that we raise our kids. Obviously, there are things that are important to me. We instill values into our kids that we know everyone does not agree with. I am very much a consent advocate. You know, I like to think that I'm generally a gentle parent, but I have bad days. I struggle with being the mom that I picture in my head, and I think I'm a little critical of myself in that sense. But at the end of the day, I know that My children are going to remember that I tried, you know, that I was there. My mom was absolutely the most incredible mother and still is to this day, even though I'm 27. If I call her, she will pick up the phone. And if I'm crying, she will help me feel better. And if I'm, you know, expressing joy or happiness, you know, she's always there to support you and say, I'm proud of you. You do what works for you. I'm sorry, getting a little emotional, but just know that you're not alone. And motherhood can be confusing and difficult and rewarding and inspiring. And for some people, it's so much sacrifice. There are women and men out there who would give anything to be able to be a parent. I know that my hope is that someday. The infertility community does not have to be worried about when motherhood will come for them. Or maybe there will be less stigma. There will be less frustration and anger. There is so much taboo surrounding pregnancy and surrogacy. And don't get me started on the primal wound or anything like that. We're, we're That's not what we're here for. But when I tell you that the people that I've seen who would give anything to be a mother, and then on the other hand, I see the people who would give anything to not be a mother. Above all else, the way that you approach motherhood, whether you choose to do it or not, but I do think that everyone deserves to have their decisions respected. As long as you're making sure that your mental health is protected and that your kids are protected, And if you choose to go without kids, have no kids, that's okay too. But I never want anyone to walk away feeling like, wow, I have failed and I'm doing an awful job because none of us are out there hoping to fail as mothers or fathers even. I know that my husband really takes pride in being a dad and he's really, really good at it. He is such a great dad. I just hope that everyone who sat through this and listened to me today has the opportunity to live the life that they want. You know, have motherhood be their story if that's what they want or not be their story. It's okay. And I'm thankful that you are all here listening with me. Thank you for joining me for this first episode of Loading the Dream. I appreciate you hanging out and join me weekly.